There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. The one person my friend Amy Daniels didn't mention there was uh, Roscoe, Roscoe P. Um, uh, Brendel. Ross, a <laughs> uh, question for you How many podcasts are you on? Uh, if you count mine, three. Two Hubbard Ventures, my own personal venture. Ooh, let's hear about that. Are we okay with that, you guys? So f- four then total? Three total and three. appearances on others from time to time. Okay, so there are more. You are my first priority. Always have been, always will be. Are we okay with him whoring himself out to other podcasts, sports-related <laughs> podcasts? Don? No, not at all. Uh, I'm not either, John. Yeah, I'm going no also. Wow. That's, we're, we're fighting for you. What is your personal podcast? Yeah, that's the only one I think you should do, and this one. Uh, Minnesota Sports Chat, available wherever you get your podcast. Oh. Apple, Spotify, PodMN. You guys think about anything else. I dare you to think about a woman. I dare you. Well, I was just going to say there's two things I think about all the time, and what the about other one. Car? What about a car? I don't even care about the other one. What about cars? You ever think about cars, Ross? What about music, Ross? Music? You ever think what about Ross? What are you talking about? Almost every time you join, I'm listening to music. I just think you're overextended here. Nobody wants to hear me talk about music. Nobody wants to hear my thoughts on sex in a podcast. Um... Actually, I take that back. I that actually might, do. That might do better than Minnesota sports. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you think we could learn something from I'll be Ross? your first guest. <laughs> I do need to dig up for you guys all the terminology that I've heard from people that are younger than me. I, t- I alluded to this a while back. Because there are some things that I've heard where, you know, again, I'm in my mid-30s. There are some things that, like, the 20-somethings say that I, when they say it, I don't even know what it means. About sex? Or just terminology oh, sure. for things that like happen. Canning apricots. Do you that's, know what that no, is? That is a, that's something that a mid-50s guy says. <laughs> Ross doesn't know what canning apricots No, I is. don't. He thinks it's something you do in the kitchen, which, in fact, it can be. Well, I know it's. <laughs> can also do it in the back of a car. If you're married and boring, you do it in the marital bed. The marital bed. <laughs> uh, is that two separate twin marital. beds pushed together? Or is that... That's a mid-50s saying right there. The marital bed. Right, like uh, the Dick Van Dyke show yeah. with uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Kenny, do you want to come on Minnesota Sports Chat and talk about where we will be putting our lawn chairs on the Minnesota Wild Stanley Cup Parade route? Okay, we could bring this up. You need to stop this. And when I'm chastising you on Twitter for, for doing this, I am not joking. And you respond like I'm joking, like this is fun. You do not mention the Stanley Cup or the chances of us winning the Stanley Cup until the playoff matches themselves. You know what, though, Kenny? It's people like you, Ross, <laughs> Joe Souchere, and the like, that constantly talk about the Stanley Cup and the Wilds' chances to win the Stanley Cup. 
that you're you're messing with karma. No, I'm trying to raise expectations. To be a champion, you got to think like a champion. Also, I don't believe in superstitions, Kenny, because they're bad luck. Ross, if there was anybody else available to do your job, they would be doing it right now. I'm telling you that. Did that joke go right over everybody's head? I think it even went over Mr. FYI's head. Here's the deal. The three of us, and you too, Ross, are very troubled human beings. I'm addicted to and have been addicted to numerous things. Don has this constant headache thing going. John is a disaster uh, in all aspects of life. Wow. And I have in my hands the answer for all of us. This this will cure all of our problems. Oh, my gosh. Give it to me. Shrooms. Oh. Oh, my God. In recent years, there's been a spate of research suggesting that psychedelic drugs can help people manage mental health conditions like depression, anxiety, chronic pain, or even eating disorders. But a growing body of data points to one as the leading contender to treat intractable diseases of substance abuse. Psilocybin. I can't do it. How do you pronounce the, the official name of shrooms? Psilocybin. People that do shrooms. This is yeah, they... yeah. It's in shrooms, <laughs> and um, there was a study done. Um, where was the study done? Yale. Who, who in the, the woods with a bunch of hippies? Yeah, <laughs> a big bonfire. Like, yeah, this is going to be great, you guys. This cures everything. Do you but see listen... that black cat glowing over there in the woods? Oh my god! Don, come out of the tree. You've been in the tree for eight hours. It's time. To come down and drink some orange juice uh here's here's what i like though uh amy johnson who several years ago wanted to kick her cigarette habit um and statistically speaking uh chance is not great 55 percent of smokers who tried to quit in 2018 only eight percent were successful Hmm. that's how powerful nicotine is and i've long said if you want us to quit smoking you've got to send us to treatment for a month Seriously, it's that bad. It's impossible to quit smoking. So 2018, she participated in a clinical trial at the Johns Hopkins Center for Psychedelic and Consciousness Research. I could do an hour on why we have to call it Johns Hopkins. Uh, Anyway, here's what they did. They gave her a brain scan first. She had to go 24 hours without smoking. And she said, and and I I relate, it's the most hellish 24 hours she's ever experienced. Then she did a therapy session. She was given a pill containing 30 milligrams of, I'm just going to say shrooms because I can't say (laughs) psilocybin. The big S. Right. And then she they put on a mask, an eye mask, laid her on a couch uh, with two therapists nearby, and she tripped for five hours. That sounds miserable. It sounds awful. Yeah, you can't be in an office on a on a couch with a blindfold oh tripping. Oh my god, that sounds like that's hell. the worst thing ever. I hate feeling out of control. Put her on a raft and let her flow it out on a lake. That's oh, the way you do no. it. Oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> Oh, right. You've got a water thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it wouldn't work for you. That's fine. Anyway, when her trip ended, she sat up and looked at the therapist. <laughs> now I understand why I smoked, she said, and I don't need to do it anymore. Over the next couple of months, she attended more therapy, and in the years since, she hasn't touched a heater. Wow. So it works. It's probably because wow. she can't remember where she left them. Yeah. 
No, Ross, you're such, you don't, uh, no. Now she's just doing shrooms all the time. Wow, Ross, great. have you even <laughs> ever smelled weed? That Do you know what weed smells like? <laughs> I cannot I, uh, confirm nor deny. As, Family as members, as, listen. As long as we're picking on Ross, you know, when you're trying to say silo, 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 silo and he yeah. said the big, the big S, it yeah. starts with a P. It starts yeah. with a P, Ross. <laughs> I was thinking that, but I didn't want to be a little misknow-it-all. Well, but John well, has no I will. problem. I will. Yeah, John has no problem do with we, that. Do we want to call it the big P? Maybe we do. <laughs> Listen, you guys don't smoke, so you don't, have you ever, any of you ever smoked, been addicted to smoking? No. No. no, no. I love the smell of cigarettes. That's it, though. There was an 80% success rate in 15 smokers compared with 35% typically observed when people took Shantix. And we all know somebody oh, who's God. taken Shantix. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I thought that was pretty amazing. They're giving people shrooms to quit smoking, and I'm not going to do it. I, what I'm is that actor? Who's the actor that does the Chantix commercials? He's from Goodfellas. He's like, Lou, hey, you guys. Lou Diamond, Lou Diamond Phillips. No, no. Um, Christopher Riota. Ray Liotta, he's like, hey, everybody, come on, oh, right. you got to do Chantix. <laughs> right, the old... I quit smoking, <laughs> now I just whack people. <laughs> Try Chantix. The old worn out Ray Liotta, <laughs> Bare, the barely recognizable oh my gosh. Ray Liotta. Yeah, I was smoking oh. for a long time, but then I did Chantix. <laughs> do you now guys, look at me. Do you guys have commercials <laughs> that you can't see because they'll get stuck in your head, whether it's a song or just sure. in, in your mind? Mm -hmm. the, uh, the guy that yells at us in the Arby's commercial. I cannot get to the mute fast enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like those commercials. The We Have the Meats guy? Yeah. I always get, oh, 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 Zampic. That gets stuck <laughs> in my head. <laughs> oh, no. God, they sold You guys out. heard that one? I don't oh, yeah. know. Based on the old... Uh, it's, it's magic. magic. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pilot, they need to do that pilot. for Chantix. Oh, oh, oh! It's Chantix. <laughs> you know. I'll send it. I'll send it to you three. You'll never want to hear the commercial or the song ever again. We have some on uh, my talk that circulate in my brain. Oh, the older ones that Jace runs. Yeah, I mean the ones that are no, the ones that could have been re-recorded, but they've been playing oh. for two years. Oh yeah, the real estate commercial. <laughs> Zip. Yeah, yeah, voiced by a guy who hasn't worked here in uh, eighteen months. Mm -hmm. Um, what was I going to ask? Uh, uh oh, shrooms. Yeah, you're kicking in. Oh, uh, commercials. My favorite commercial right now, Ross, and I think it's progressive, is the one "Don't Turn Into Your Parents." Oh, those are great. Yeah, oh, they're yeah, great. They're great. Yeah, there's the guy a who plays. Which, yeah, yeah, John, the teacher, whatever he's supposed to be, the therapist is so he's, good. The guy that yeah. plays him, the faces, the reactions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do we really so need a sign that says "Live, Laugh, Love"? <laughs> uh, UFO sighting in Alaska, John Height. Uh oh, let me let me find that uh, UFO sighting. Ooh, yeah, that's it, weird. I'm looking at some photos right now. What's that? There's no, there's no way that's a contrail. There's no way. That's that well, was the official explanation. Yeah, it's like a big uh, bizarre cloud. Yeah, it's like a hundred contrails crammed together. That's There's correct. No, that's not a contrail. Go ahead, John. Yep, yeah. they started putting uh, the locals started putting pictures up on social media. A lot of folks suspected suspicious activities because you know they're they're close to Russia. 
They mm-hmm. thought maybe it's got something to do with what's going on it's in Putin. Ukraine yeah. and Russia versus U.S., uh, that sort of thing. And other folks thought it was a UFO or a meteor that had crashed into the earth. Uh, then there were those who suggested it was just a top-secret military weapon and that they were practicing using mm-hmm. it. There was so much talk about the cloud on social media that authorities had to check it out. Alaska State Troopers did check it out. They sent a rescue team to Lazy Mountain. Great name for a mountain. Yeah. Uh, They did not find anything suspicious, though. Uh, The state troopers said in a statement, there have been no reports of overdue aircraft or ELT activations indicating a crash. A rescue team on a helicopter flew a mission around the Lazy Mountain area this morning, located nothing suspicious. The debate and theories continued, though, on social media. Another further investigation revealed that a large commercial jet was flying in the area about the same time the pictures were taken. No. And so, uh, like... Like you said, Kenny, that's they came up with this uh, uh, strange-looking cloud being a contrail from the commercial jet combined with rising sun, which caused the unique atmospheric sight. BS. Yep, these nerds need to take more shrooms. Here's the deal. Um, they all... They all act like when they when we finally see the aliens, the UFO, whatever, it's going to be a cigar-shaped, uh, frisbee, you know, round object with twinkling sure. lights. They all think it's going to be the Hollywood version of an alien uh, aircraft, and it, it's not. It's going to appear like uh, what was uh, Oumuamua or mm-hmm. whatever the hell it was, yeah, or like this big, weird, long cloud. Right. And commercial jet, I'm sorry, what, that's going straight down into a mountain? Yeah. Maybe it's just the way it's shot, and it looks like it's going straight down. Right. And doesn't it it look like there's a light? Are you looking at Yes, there's a a light at the end of it. Yes. Maybe. So we know that they were here recently. When was this, John? Just a couple of weeks ago, right? Uh, Yeah, it was in March. Uh, I can find a date. I see this as April 10th as far as the article when it was written, but, you know, I don't know when it actually uh, probably says. Why are there so many ads for earwax cleaning on my thing? Is it (laughs) the same for you? You searched it. Is that why? I don't get earwax uh, stuff. I did one time look at some tool that I saw on Instagram about an earwax cleaner. We recently talked about earwax, and you said you swab them out every single day. I do, when after I take a shower, yeah. I just it feels so gross in there. I gotta get it out. But I've I also like, been to the doctor because I've crammed earwax so far in my ear that I start to get an earache yeah. that's so bad. That hasn't <laughs> happened since my twenties. But they have to use a water pick. Oh, and it's yeah. like hurts yeah. so bad. The end. It, I don't even want to talk weird about pressure. it anymore. Yeah. They, you know what? Uh, I I went to the ear uh, doctor about two months ago. I had a problem with leakage, for lack of a better word. Uh, my ear, my ear was us. draining. God my ear was what draining. This is, Bill. So I went there and I said to the nurse, she goes, do you clean your ears with uh, Q-tips or anything? I said, no, because you're not supposed to do that. She goes, well, you shouldn't do that, but I do it every day. <laughs> That's what yeah. she told me. Yeah. Well, she said, don't they're not going to shove it so far down that it's going to burst my eardrum. I mean, who's doing that? <laughs> what I like to do is I let it build up for a month or so, and then I can take out big chunks, and then I save them in an empty pill bottle. Yeah, along with the <laughs> nipples that have been harvested from the yeah. from the um, aliens. Just yeah. uh, just to make this conversation even worse than it already is. Okay, great. Do you guys do you guys ever have earwax roll out of your ear? 
I have that happening. John, uh, this is once or twice a week. Out. But I'll, I can feel it moving, and all of a sudden, there's a big chunk there. I pull it out with a Kleenex and throw it away. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Oh yeah, John, keep talking. Yeah. My ear canal is so <laughs> is so hairy uh, that the oh, hair yeah. actually keep stops. Talking. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. I have to take oh. I have to take Flonase because my left ear constantly pops. Oh. No matter no matter really? what. So I'm on prescription Flonase to <laughs> control the popping. How many medicines are you on, Ross? Oh my gosh, I'm a walking pharmacy. I, you can't I hate do it. that. You're, uh, that's going to yep. end your life prematurely. Abs- You've got kick everything except your uh, diabetes medicine. Yep, no, hundred percent diabetes medicine. Hundred <laughs> percent. I actually am well aware of that and believe it. And that was a recent conversation with my doctor a few weeks back. But if I don't take an antidepressant, I'm crazy. No, you have to. Yeah, or Don. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Shroom. Shrooms. Shrooms. No way. Everything how do you control. even get them? Uh, John knows a guy. <laughs> I was going to say, you can get them. You can get them. I just feel like that would be a bad road to go down, you know? This, if you work, if you're, uh, if you're not employed in the entertainment business, uh, radio, TV, whatever, uh, this is our stock and trade, what I'm holding right here. Got to be a, What is that? A, about twenty five yeah, about twenty five pages. It's a list on fifty totally crazy statistics you won't believe are real. Yeah, all right, I'd rather talk about this than earwax and hairy ears. We've got a show to do, and we've got material. Great. <laughs> Number one. The average drunk driver drives under the influence more than 80 times before being arrested for the very first time. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'd believe that. That's yeah. a downer. Yeah, I don't doubt that either. Give us something Ross, fun about pandas or something. Ross, how many times have you been to jail because of your chronic drunk <laughs> driving? On. He's thinking about sports. He's driving around drunk. Uh, zero, zero times. I do have a lawyer on retainer, though. I don't think I've driven drunk 80 times in my life. I hope not. And I'd say in the last 20 years, not at all. Right. Yeah, I mean, just, I would even go as far as 25 years, not at all. Yeah, Good. 25 years yeah. at least. Like one beer and that's it. Give me some root beer. No kidding. Uh, fewer than, now here's a topic for Ross. Ross could do an hour and a half podcast on number two. <laughs> oh. Fewer than 2% of NCAA student athletes go on to the professional level. Oh. That's really low. Yeah. Ross, you're not going to weigh in. I have nothing to add to that. I've heard I've heard that stat and believe it 100. Okay. percent I'm looking at three people right here, uh, um, and would agree with this one. One third of adults still sleep with a comfort object, and yeah, Ross, it's not a comfort object with a battery in it. So don't go that <laughs> down that road. Oh my gosh, what John, you, you have a heart pillow. I have when after I had my open heart surgery, they gave they gave me a little heart pillow because if you sneeze or anything, it feels like somebody's ripping your chest open again. Oh, great! So you're supposed to hold the pillow like this if you have to sneeze or cough or whatever. I still have the pillow, and I started sleeping with it as I was recovering, and it's still in my bed. And I is still it a heart? Is it the this. shape of a heart? It's shaped like a heart, and all the nurses that took care of me signed it. Oh, you know, that's adorable! That's, yeah. I have to have a rice pillow over my face that I made myself. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just like this long pillow, 
and you sow rice into it, and you can heat it up in the microwave or put it in the freezer. Yep. And it, just the pressure oh. on my face and to block out the light, it's so great. It's like a weighted blanket for my head. Yeah. Huh. Ross? I got nothing other than unless pets count, but I got to assume that they don't count. Uh, for this. Okay. I, I think they would count. Would you they? Hug, okay. Do you hug it or do you kick it around and sit down at, the, at your feet? <laughs> no, the, uh, the as my friends refer to her, Auntie Laney, she sleeps between my legs. Um, let's get that and clip that out. Auntie <laughs> Laney <laughs> sleeps between my legs. <laughs> Ross out of context. Wow. Wow. I can't believe what I just heard. And Kenny? Is it- uh, I used to sleep with my roommate. Um, but Your then, wife. In the marital bed? In the marital <laughs> bed. <laughs> but now, much like the Dick Van Dyke show, uh, we we have separate queen-size beds in oh our bedroom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can and we, my lines are... My line to her, and she really hates it when I when I say this to her, and she'll probably really hate it when she hears it on the podcast. Oh no! It's a replacements Paul Westerberg line. I can live without your touch, but I'll die within your reach. She hates it when I say that. It's terrible. It is awful. Back to your back to um. Uh, actually, never mind. I just realized something about last week's podcast. I can't. Reveal. All right. Never mind. Uh, The average American generates 4.5 pounds of trash every day. I have trash issues. This really bothers me. I really think about the amount of trash everybody creates, and it makes me very anxious. That's good. It should. I want to know about recycling and where it goes, and I want to go to the recycling center and have, like, like, what do you do? How do you, like, do I have to take the label off my soup can? Like, are you just going to toss it in the regular trash? If I don't, I, think, I wash my trash. Oh, God. I think that's legitimate and not at all insane, Don. Um, oh. Don't worry about yourself. Okay. <laughs> uh, what I have noticed with the elder, uh, the older generation, uh, they're still obsessed with burning stuff. Oh, my mom burns so much stuff. I'm, the burn barrel. I'm yeah. I'm cleaning out a house and garage right now, and the constant question I get all the time is, and I'll have bags and bags and bags of paper, yeah. you know, recyclable stuff. So uh, you're going to burn that, right? Yeah. And it's like kind of a question ac- accusation type of thing. You 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 are going to burn that, correct? Or a whole bunch of cardboard? Uh, make sure you put that in the burning barrel. Oh, yeah. We're a burning family. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Country people. <laughs> yeah. I've got a big, giant burning barrel that I put uh I made last fall I still haven't used yet it's still uh it's still un uh Yeah scarred. it's fun you sit out there you got to just ease your mind you just stare at the the burn barrel It does it just sits there <laughs> mocking me Uh here we go the global rate for washing hands after using the toilet is under 20% Why Ooh, It's so yikes. easy to do Oh I, my gosh I contend that one hundred percent of males, if nobody else is in the restroom, the washroom, they don't wash their hands. I don't contend that at all. I absolutely 100%. do contend that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I can I can tell you, working with people, 
as we all do in a building. No. Have you seen people who don't wash their hands and then yeah. you, you immediately never think of them the same? No, uh, not at yeah. all. I think, okay, cool. This is like uh, finding cool. out. Cool. This is like when you go back to the smoking area and finding somebody that you didn't know was a smoker is a smoker. It's like, all right, cool. We got something. To, yeah, we got something in common. We don't have to wash our hands after going poop. He's, oh, no. <laughs> Kenny's like, yeah, you're like John Wayne. Step further. Oh, no. Well, what about the folks that live out in the country, the guys that live out in the country? You, you don't go running to the indoor bathroom all the time. Time. You know, you find a tree, the edge of the building, whatever. There's no washrooms out there. What are you supposed to do? No answer. I, John, I think I'm in agreement. I think is, I'm in agreement with Kenny. Actually, I think the 100% figure is is, is fairly accurate. Absolutely. I would say I when when you're outside, you know, golfing. I'll use that example. I uh-huh. would say that yeah, that's that's definitely a thing. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> so, yeah, you, and then so that you makes... pee in the woods in the well, little John. We're sand men. trapper. We're men. Come on. Okay. Yeah. No, I still remember the very first day I peed outside as a very young young lad. My uncle Al. Do you have uh, like a date on your calendar? It's an anniversary. You I celebrate wish I. Every year? I wish I did, and I bet if we, me and Uncle Al talked about it, we could nail down the date because I was staying with them for the weekend and. I was about to run into the house, and he goes, no, 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 no. Come on. See that shed? Go right around the corner. And it changed my life forever. Al, you dirty, dirty man. <laughs> Kenny celebrates uh, and that. Then now, then he just leaned into all of the dirty stuff, and he's like, I'm just going to be a Neanderthal now. <laughs> Kenny celebrates that anniversary yearly by going outside yeah, and peeing he does in the it. yard. He drinks a lot Ross, of beer and just keeps peeing all day. Ross, daily. Daily. I live, <laughs> I live in the country. Some days, instead of going to the bathroom indoors, I just open the front door. Don't say that are you kidding me no i'm not kidding you just you. open the front door yeah this outside is, this is america oh yeah. my god and if Pin you're a man for america across the usa i like it let me ask you something mclean uh yesterday during the podcast we took a break and joe uh, got up to go to the bathroom but then he came back in the middle 30. of the podcast yeah we were in a break we you know we take oh, oh breaks. right right you take right because yeah. you guys actually have ads yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for reminding me, by the way. Uh, so he comes back less than 30 seconds later, and we're like, well, you're done already? He goes, no, nah, somebody else went in there ahead of time. Now, there's three or four urinals oh, in there. He doesn't yeah. like being in the bathroom with other guys. So I'm going to ask you, the, the, the ladies' bathroom mm-hmm. by radio, Yeah, it's two-staller, right? A That's right, yeah. If you see, like, say, Des from across the hall go in there, Right before you do, will you turn around or will you go in there and be right next, excuse me, right next door? Um, sometimes. It just depends. Because I, if I have to go bad enough, I'll be able to. But right. I have to give myself a countdown. Like I oh. have to go right. five, four, three, two, P. And really? then I'm like, I have to get, because oh, wow. I don't like to pee next to someone it's just all women are that way you'll sit there and it's just silent and i'm like well for god's sake just get up and leave then that's what i want to say that's what i just want to say like why did you come in here okay. if you're not going to do it so then i just flush the toilet so that they'll start their stream you know <laughs> okay answer me this i think then. it's because you're afraid some sound might come out 
So uh, the very first concert I went to, I think, it, it, well, it was one of the first. It was Van Halen at the Civic Center. And we I go into the men's restroom, and there's a lot of women in there, and they're using the sink. Yeah. Could you do that? Oh, um, not the sink, but I did it at the Super Bowl. I went to the Super Bowl once, and we it just the line was so long you wouldn't even see the game. Right. You know what I mean? It was just everybody. The drinks were flowing, so right. we went into the men's restroom, yeah. and then these pervs are standing over the side of each stall, looking of down at us. They are. Well, there's nothing and to see. And we're having to fight them off. Like we're like, get out of here. You know, like whipping them with our Gatorade towels. Just like I used to work for Gatorade. We're like, get it. What are you doing? Like we'd go in together and we're like, you're sick. And everyone's so, yelling and cheering. And we're like, ah, oh, you bastards. Dirty bastards, so, yeah. But you, you don't, you can't sit down in those men's toilet stalls. No, I, I cover and hover. Yeah. All hover. the time. Yeah. I cover yeah. the seat with toilet paper and I hover. Right. Got strong thighs. <laughs> right. Just even here at work. Really? Yeah, I cover the seat and I hover above it. Oh, that's a little obsessive. All right, well, Mr. I don't wash my hands ever. <laughs> and Mr. Earwax over there. But what if... Nah, I'm not going to go down that. That's too low. Uh, that's low. Low-hanging fruit? Yeah, let's not do that. I, I had more questions. Okay, let's uh, move on. Uh, more than 36 million U.S. adults cannot read above the third grade level. Oh. What? Really? That's 36 just... million? Yeah, I don't believe that. That can't be true. Um, really? More than 36 million. I'm looking million at Ross's in... face just to see how he thinks. I, I feel like that's very believable. I think one of the worst things we, we do in the country is we don't equip kids to read, and oh. it affects everything. What about basic math above the third grade level? Well, I, that's me. Yeah, I, I still mean, can't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty bad. Uh, the average American eats 13 pounds of ice cream per year. No, oh, not me. Yeah, me, 100%. No, not me. Really? 13 oh. pounds. Love ice cream. I'll eat ice cream when it's negative 30. I'll have soup when it's 120. Those are year-long foods. Don't care. <laughs> How? Okay. I don't want to say that. I'm too, sounds too stupid. Also, probably explains why I'm a walking pharmacy. Yeah, you've got to get off that. Fewer than a quarter of American adults meet U.S. guidelines for physical uh, activity. <laughs> of course, he, <laughs> Here he just laughs. Of course, he read that one next. Here's one that'll make John and I happy. Approximately ninety percent of people who suffer an out of hospital cardiac arrest die. <gasps> Woohoo! Ninety percent? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I just yeah. finished my CPR online training yesterday. Yeah. Has anybody ever come up to you and said, "Oh, well, if I'm laying there dead, just let me die"? Has anybody <laughs> ever said that to you? Yeah. Because for a while, my name was on the list in the kitchen, the radio kitchen, as I'm one of the few that could. Yeah. Uh, perform CPR. Yeah. And people would come up to me and just say, just let me die. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you'll think that when you're dying. SOB, what I will they? let you die. Don't, I'm going to yell at you as oh you're laying God, there choking. Gonna, okay, are you going to be on one of our anymore. Are huh? you going to be one of our coworkers on the list? Is that what this was for? That's what it's for. Yeah. Good. Uh -huh. Good. I'm doing Good. it even though I'm very busy. <laughs> Cuz I don't I don't want to leave this earth until I absolutely have to. So exactly. you keep me alive. And since Could, I just did the training last night, if anybody anything happens today, <laughs> I'm good. I can't trust that I'll remember tomorrow, though. <laughs> right. I do have a test that's in person on uh, the 22nd. What about the clapper thing? Are you going to get trained uh -huh. on that? AEDs. The, e yeah, yep. the electric thing. I know where yeah. you put them. Clear! And then... That's yeah. what you do, yes. Yep, yep. 
Uh, nearly, okay, I can see this one. Nearly half of American adults will experience mental illness during their lifetime. Hi, I'm Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? We'll experience it in their lifetime. So it's like, oh, I had yeah. it, and now it's gone. I always thought as a youth, um, you constantly hear uh, people um, older than me, and even in the movies, talking about, oh, she had a mental breakdown. <laughs> oh, she had a mental collapse. And I thought, oh, that's BS, until something so awful happened in my life that I actually, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, had a men mental breakdown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was legit, and it was uh, pretty difficult. Uh, here's one for uh, uh, you, John. On an average day, only 19% of American men do the housework as compared to 49% of American women. Hmm. Not true. Not true. I do housework, I bet, every day in this house. What do you define as housework? Uh, yesterday, I vacuumed. I vacuumed the kitchen rugs. I vacuumed the living room rug. I, uh, I made... Both beds. We have two beds also. Dick Van Dyke show. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't brag about it like Kenny does. <laughs> Secretly doing the two bed thing. And, and I wash almost <laughs> all the clothes in the house. Yeah, really. And love yeah. it, John. I love yeah. it. Even the I don't trust yeah. people with, with my clothes. Number one, that's how it started. I don't trust people with my shirt, so I wash them. Okay. And then I just started washing my wife's stuff too because she didn't have time. And you know the cycles, like for the um, the unmentionables. Um, oh, do, sure. Do it on gentle, and then you got to hang the bras to dry. You can't throw those in the dryer. <laughs> well, actually, I'm sorry. She dries hers. I I don't know if that's you know. Oh. Yeah, I dry mine. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe it's just the person I'm. You're with. you. Uh, well, about, that's great. I'm glad she does that. That's the way you're supposed to do it. I'm a big lazy. fan of. Hanging clothes, by the way. I don't know if you guys are, but I put up my own clothesline in back only because I love my shirts to be uh, put out, hung out during summer. I never oh, dry so my that. in the dark. It's so fun. Oh, That's yeah. the way I grew yeah. up. Yeah, but they yeah. get all hard and crusty. Not at all. No, they're very soft. No, the wind soft, whips actually. them. They're wow. very soft, Kenny. Uh, how do you <laughs> good? Don't say that and again. It makes smell me feel good, Kenny. weird. Soft they're very soft, and Kenny. smell good. Okay, all right. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> Two out of five Americans can't name a single freedom protected by the First Amendment. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you got? I got, I got some lines here, but they probably get me thrown off this show, too. What is the First <laughs> Amendment? Ross, Mr. Three, three to Four Sports Podcast a Day, what is the First Amendment? The only one I care about is the second, so I can care my guns. <laughs> You don't care about the first? It, 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 Freedom of speech. Okay. All right. I was going to say, a guy that does 18 podcasts a week should know that it's freedom of speech, the press, assembly, and the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Are we down with that? Don, did you know that? Why yes. are you being so quiet? Because I'm so bored by politics. i got to be honest with you. The Constitution. I almost fell asleep just from that 45 seconds. The Constitution seconds. isn't politics. It's all. Ugh. It's your life. It's, yeah. You guys, don't get me started. I know my freedoms. Okay, this. I just think it's so boring. I want to talk about earwax again. That's how desperate I am to get away from politics. Wow. Those freedoms, Dawn, allowed you in 2018 to be um, one of the less than 10% of the U.S. population that tuned in to watch the royal wedding. I bet you were one of them, weren't you? Um, 
I don't Come on. What, is Megan and Harry? Must have been. What time did I have to get up? That's the thing. Was it on a Saturday? Because I'm not getting up early on a Saturday. I don't, I don't remember. I think I just watched clips. Yeah, oh, I, I no, I'm sorry. I had to because For we what? did a play-by-play. Right. Oh. For, for my radio? talk, yes. Radio. Yeah. yeah, it was like, okay, well, we're doing yeah. this. Uh, Americans are eating 4.2 billion of uh, avocados annually. 4.2 billion huh. avocados. That's because they're great for you. That's another commercial I can't hear. Avocados from Mexico. <laughs> I absolutely. <laughs> here's the deal. I have never had an avocado, I, but, I, but I'm I know. Leaving. Goodbye. I, but listen, no. Before you go, I know I hate them. I absolutely know I hate them. Oh God! I will never try an avocado. So, no mm. wonder you had that heart issue. No yeah. guac. What? No, no guacamole ever. Yeah, you've never had guacamole. Gross. No. Oh no, oh, he's one no, of those. John, you seem like an used, avocado guy. You've got I a little to, more sophistication in you than well, just Kenny. <laughs> I used to hate guacamole, but now I love it. I, I Basically, I'm like Kenny. I never tried it. <laughs> and I tried it and loved it. So. Yeah. I'll just get them and, you know, eat them with salt them on them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you peel them first? Uh, no, you, you don't peel them? it. You just you, you you cut it in half, but then you pull it apart, and then you take a knife and you slam it into the seed, and then it comes right out. Really? And then you kind of scoop the goo out. Yeah, you put salt all over it, you know, to make it unhealthy. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, and you can slice it if you're fancy and put it on toast. Each American drinks an average of twenty six point five gallons of beer and cider per year. John, I bet you, uh, I bet that's tripled to quadrupled in your world. Uh, Congressman, I uh, want to take the fifth. I refuse to answer the grounds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How many beers do you drink a day? Well, I don't drink every day, Kenny. I tend to go in streaks. I'll drink for three or four days in a row, and then I won't drink for three or four <laughs> you days. You binge. You're you avoiding and, and I don't and I only drink. I only drink three or four You're uh, avoiding the question. Uh, what, what size, though? If, like those well, huge pints? I do, yeah, I do drink pints, yeah. If I have an IPA, I drink a pint. And then I've also, I, all of a sudden, not that this is an ad, but I love Guinness Stout all of a sudden. And those come in the big 19 and a half ounce uh, cans. Yeah, so it's like of, chocolate. Like you, can, um, you can actually go on a Guinness diet. You don't have to eat if you drink <laughs> right, enough <that's> Guinness. <laughs> really? Well, um, I shouldn't eat that, okay. But it has a lower alcohol content, does it? Yeah. Doesn't it? Well, the stout the stout has five point six, so it's like a normal beer. The draft is the stuff most people drink. That's uh-huh. three point three point eight, three point nine, something like that. Uh, the stout, though, I like has a little more flavor. I like that a lot. You still haven't answered the question. How many gallons of beer do you think you consume oh, in a year? God, what what did you say the average is? Gallons. Twenty six point five gallons. Oh, that's unbelievable! So, isn't I'm, it a lot? And I'm thinking, John. I think it's around 200 for you at least. I, I'm well, so, Okay, that would be 20 gallons roughly, I mean a little more, a month. How, how much is 20 gallons? I don't even know. Well, that's know. it. I'm horrible at math, so how I'm how trying many to pints figure in a gallon? out. I was just trying to find out the ice cream thing. How many pints in a pound? How many cans of beer would be in a gallon? That's what I would want to know. So yeah, then, think then of I a gallon tell. milk jug, John. 20 yeah. of those a month. Just drink it out of the milk jug, please. 
Because that's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, curl, curl, it. curl it. Like you're from dirty Missouri. Uh, Come on. I think we found our next business venture. Let's just sell beers and milk jugs. Oh beers God. and milk jugs. I like it. Get your beer jugs. How many pints in a gallon? Now i got to figure this out, Kitty. Okay. It's the last thing we need to do because this is what happens. we have to make room for Reavers. This is what happens when four broadcasters try and do math. Yeah. As really John uh, looks that up, Yikes. let's, let's uh, yeah. Let's talk about Minnesota's newest car club, the Mid-Minnesota Motorheads. They celebrate all manner of cool vehicles and hot rods. But the best thing they do is they raise funds to support the Eagles Healing Nest in Sauk Center. This is a club with a purpose. Uh, now, the Eagles Healing Nest, that helps veterans, service members, and their families who suffer from the invisible wounds of war. Okay, we talked about it a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Mid-Minnesota Motorheads, they're having three Big, huge events this summer to support the Eagles Healing Nest. The first one coming up May 7th. That's, jeez, that's not too far away. Three, four weeks. Uh, it's the Spring Fling at Rhodes Midway Bar and Grill in Wrong Par- Prairie. The rest of you call it Long Prairie. Uh, it's noon to three at Rhodes Midway Bar. Plenty of fun, door prizes, gift certificates, etc. Then uh, later on in the summer, August 13, the cruise to the nest. And September 3rd is the Gray Eagle show at the Double R Saloon. I've been there. That's a neat little joint in Gray Eagle. Uh, check out the Mid-Minnesota Motorheads on Facebook, or better yet, go to eagleshealingnest.org. That's Eagles healingness.org a uh, car club with a purpose i absolutely love it if i have my math correctly here it says eight pints equals one gallon okay all right eight uh, so if i drink one, yeah i'm i'm up in the hundreds uh, according, according to <laughs> yes. my according to my calculation for you said over a year correct 26.5 yeah. is the average yeah no i'm i'm well above that. i mean oh, really that's probably a, that's you're taking the place about, of mine that i don't drink is that what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> that might be a month actually for me oh. and wow. that's that's roughly wow. 10 and a half cans of beer then too if you're talking 12 hold ounce on. cans hold on wait a minute hold something on. ain't right you said that's about a month for you. Um, well, if I maybe I'm doing the math wrong. Twenty-six point five times twelve, three hundred and eighteen gallons a year. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, I have I have an answer for you. Something that could help. Uh, Hazelden, is that what you're going to Shrooms. <laughs> Shrooms. Shrooms. Maybe that's why you have so much earwax. Shrooms. There you go. I'm you know kidding. what? She's got a good point. Have you ever tasted it? Oh, it tastes like liquid Guinness, (laughs) which is always liquid. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Ross. God. Please oh, help, sorry. Help us. Yeah, it's it's time to get out of <laughs> yeah. here, isn't it? All right, you got 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so you have to do what I do, John. Start scraping that wax out of your ears, save it, and then turn it back into alcohol. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.